It's just like we create our little bubble and we feel safe in our individual little comfort zones that we create for ourselves. And then anything else that's outside of that little bubble is estranged to us and it's outside of us. And and we fear it because it's unknown. We don't know about it. So how are we supposed to embrace it, you know? If we don't know what to do or how to handle it, then what else can we do but fear it? You're listening to The Little Podcast, the podcast where we reflect on different topics each week together. All episodes are aired on Unity FM 93.5 on Wednesdays at 1pm. Their website is linked below if you'd like to tune in and be the first to hear new episodes each week. But of course, they will all also be available on my blog, www.littlemissnblog.wordpress.com, as well as on all major podcast platforms. In this episode, I talk all about changes in life and how we can embrace it. I share my thoughts on why failure is important, my own experience with change, and how to practically make changes in life. Inshallah, I hope you enjoy it. Here it is. Assalamu alaikum everyone, welcome back to the little podcast. Hope everyone's well and having a good day. Today's topic is all about changes in life. And I wanted to do this topic because I wrote a blog post about this quite a while ago now when I first moved to uni and I've just been reflecting on it recently so I thought I'd share it in a podcast. So I wrote this blog post like I said when I was just moving out to uni and alhamdulillah it's been a great experience so far and back then it was all about me moving on to a new chapter in my life and it's a chapter that's completely different and new compared to anything else that I've ever experienced and it was going to require commitment, confidence and, and it's going to demand change. And it was an interesting and exciting time for me. I remember being so excited to pack up all my things and like be responsible for myself. For anyone who's moved out to uni, you know what I mean. It's, it's a very exciting time because you're finally becoming independent. But yeah, but as much as it was exciting, I was also very scared too, like most people, I'm sure. When you leave your family for the first time, it's, it's a lot to adjust to. And it made me reflect on, well, how can we handle change? How do we handle change? And for me, in that period of my life, I kind of just like learnt on the spot, as most people probably did. And for the most part, I did embrace that change. But sometimes I just didn't like it at all. So hopefully I'm not the only one who felt like this or feels like this. Even if it wasn't for uni, maybe... Maybe a big change in your life has happened recently or maybe before. I think today, let's just all sit down and just reflect on that time. So hopefully you find this beneficial if you do feel the same, inshallah. So I kind of want to start with reflecting on how we perceive change itself. And can I just say, this whole podcast is literally just me talking about from my own experience. This is just how I feel personally and what I've experienced. So... I've noticed that there's a common thread in human behaviour that seems to have this lack of enthusiasm or even interest at all in changing. I think it's part of human nature to want things to stay the same. We get into our little routines, we develop our habits and then we thrive in that familiarity kind of thing. It's just like we create our little bubble and we feel safe in our individual little comfort zones that we create for ourselves. 
And then anything else that's outside of that little bubble is estranged to us and it's outside of us. And and we fear it because it's unknown. We don't know about it. So how are we supposed to embrace it, you know? We dislike the notion that anything could be changed or lost, replaced, adapted, developed. It triggers our personal security because, well, if we don't know what to do or how to handle it, then what else can we do but fear it or dislike it or avoid it? And psychologically, change requires, and I'll try not to get too psychological about this, but basically it requires new neural pathways to be created in our brain so that we can learn and remember how to do things. For example, say you're learning how to ride a bike. For the first time, you stumble and fall, you can't keep your balance, everything's new to you, your body just doesn't know how to handle riding this bike. New neural pathways will begin to form and develop every time you stumble and fall. Then, once you've fallen down enough times, you know, gotten those grazed knees and you've scraped your elbows, that neural pathway will become strong and the memory of how to ride a bike will be encoded into your procedural memory. And eventually, you'll find that riding a bike will be so easy that you don't even need to think about it. But you've got to reflect on the fact that, well, how did you get there? You didn't just wake up one day and knew how to ride a bike, and for the first time you just, you just cycled effortlessly. No, you stumbled and you fell and you got hurt, but every single time you got back up and you carried on cycling on that bicycle because you're determined to learn. You only reach that stage of it being effortless for you after the countless amounts of failure. And and maybe this is just me, I don't know, but I've noticed that once people, like for example, learn how to ride a bike, that struggle that you went through kind of becomes forgotten. Because as soon as you've learnt it, it just becomes so effortless You just wonder how you ever didn't know how to ride a bike because it just seems so easy to you now. But we can't forget that struggle because that's that's the part where change had to happen for you to get to that place that you are now. Falling over and hurting ourselves is necessary in order for our brains to grow. Without failure, how can we learn to succeed? It's at this point that separates the brave from the rest because when changes happen in life, it is the risk of falling over and injuring ourselves that stops us from even moving. And those who can handle it, keep on moving anyway. And those who don't, and people who do fear it, and I am guilty of this, don't move at all. And no moving means no learning, and no learning means no change, and no change means no growth. Instead, We'll just make homes out of our comfort zones and refuse to take any such moves that could potentially jeopardise that comfortable space that we've made for ourselves. But the truth is, any success or any way of how we can move forward in life, it all happens out of that comfort zone, out of that space that we created. And I know that it may seem tough at first. I mean, why would you consciously want to step out of your comfort zone and purposely make yourself feel uncomfortable. That's just not pleasant. But every time you look back at yourself, I don't know about you, but every time I reflect on where I was then and how I am now, I realise that if I didn't make myself uncomfortable in those times, 
then no progress would have been made. How can we change if we're scared of change? And I remember a little quote, I don't know who said it, but they said, nobody said that this would be easy. They just promised that it would be worth it. And that's talking about change. And it's true, change is not easy, but it's most definitely worth it because the amount of success and happiness or anything good that comes out of change is worth it. So now I kind of want to talk about, well, how do we handle change in a practical sense? Because it's all easy talking about embracing change. Like, that's all, that sounds all airy-fairy, like, what does that actually look like? So for me, I think that the greatest form of embracing change is in taking little baby steps. Every day, do something that's only a little bit out of your comfort zone, just by a small centimetre, and then by two, and then by three, then 10, 11, 12, until you reach one metre outside of your comfort zone. Soon you'll find yourself at 100 metres or even 200 metres away from this little circle that you've created without even realising or feeling different. And that's because you've taken small steps. So the change doesn't seem as big. Like you trick yourself into thinking that it's nothing when really it does add up in the end, inshallah. And what you'll realise, or what I realised when I was taking all of these small little baby steps one at a time, is that each step you take, even though it's small and scary at first, you'll realise that eventually that space outside of your comfort zone, just that one centimetre, it doesn't stay strange or scary for long. It actually becomes familiar to you the more you stay in that space. And then that's how you can expand your comfort zone bit by bit. By every centimetre you walk out and become familiar with it, your circle of comfort becomes bigger and bigger. So if we were to explain this in the example that I gave, gave before, the first step into riding a bike could be, for example, sitting on the bike while it's, you know, stationary to see if you can balance with one foot off the ground. And then the next step will be, can you balance with two feet off the ground? And then the third step, well, can you try pedaling slowly and then a little faster, maybe only riding in the back garden at first and then another step. And before you know it, you're riding full speed down the street. But the key is patience with this method because if you take too much of a big step outside of that comfort zone, and I talk of experience, <laughs> you'll definitely end up shrinking your comfort zone instead of expanding. Because our natural instinct is to fear those situations, and taking a big step is almost too overwhelming for you to handle. Well, that's from my own experience anyway. I don't know about you guys, but every time that I try to make too much of a big change, it's, it was actually counterproductive. Like it did more bad than it did good. And it, it was like I took what? I took that big step forwards and then like 15 steps back from that, if you get what I mean. So yeah, if you think that you can take a big step and you dive into the deep end on the first day, your lack of experience will soon reveal itself when you almost drown. And I'm not saying that just to, to discourage you or anything, but it's, it's as a warning and just to protect you because I've done that before and it's just not pretty. So yeah, taking a big step, even though it might seem like a more productive thing, it's actually not. I mean, for most things in life, taking it easy, taking it one step at a time, as cheesy as that sounds, it actually does help. It's actually good advice to take 
So yeah. But then there's a flip side of that, of taking too small of a step. And I think I've also done this, not gonna lie. When you take too small of a step, it's kind of like, I mean, you're supposed to be stepping outside of that circle, but when you take too small of a step, it's like you're just, it's just like you're on the edge, like on the rim of that circle. And it's like, okay, well, if you're not even gonna step outside of the circle, then how is it ever gonna expand? You're just gonna stay on the edge. So you're on the edge, which is outside of your comfort zone enough. But is that enough for change? You'll just stay in that same position instead of moving forwards. You'll just keep on treading that little line because any big of a step would seem too uncomfortable. And then you'll never even try to expand it further than that. So really, it's about committing to a balance and having patience and the confidence and an open mind to maintain that balance. And what I mean by an open mind is that you trust the process. And that's a must because you have to believe that you are making progress, even if it doesn't seem like it. Because of course it wouldn't seem like it because the steps that you're taking are quite small. But you must wait because the results of your hard work will show. Like learning how to ride that bike didn't happen overnight. It took patience and it took time. And you saw results in the end, but you had to persevere through that process in order to get those results in the end. So when I moved to uni, I took those small steps. And even though it seemed like a big change at the time, I mean, one day you're at home and then the next you're not, I learned how to break it down so it's just the right amount of discomfort. It's a difficult process to trust and maybe things just don't turn out the way you wanted but even then you must believe that changes no matter what form they take is always better than no change at all even if it's a bad change you still learn from that and you still grow from that and i can even argue that maybe those are the times that you grow the most because those are the situations that are most valuable because failure it can only ever lead to success so long as you learn from it every single time and get back up every single time So my final thoughts, considering all that I've talked about today about change and how we should embrace it and how we should take those small steps and how we shouldn't fear it and we should expand our comfort zones, I'd say my final thought is to stay present through it all because that's something that I haven't mentioned until now is the importance of always, always living through these experiences. Sometimes we get so caught up on waiting for that end result, waiting for the time that we can ride down in the park by ourselves, that we forget to enjoy the process of getting there, enjoy the journey of failing and getting back up and and the struggle of learning and growing because it's a part of our life and it should be, in, even though it's, you know, difficult at times, you should learn to embrace that struggle And hopefully, inshallah, you'll find that when you embrace that struggle, the struggle just becomes all that more easier to handle. So inshallah, I pray that we all find our balance in life and that we embrace the changes that come into our lives and that we trust the process with strong commitment and enough confidence and an open mind and may it all lead to real success, inshallah. So that's it from me today. Again, it's a bit of a short episode, but hopefully you found it beneficial anyway for anyone who's going through changes right now may Allah help and guide you through it all inshallah you stay strong and that you can get through it 
inshallah stay tuned for next week's episode which is going to be very exciting ramadan is around the corner hope you guys are all excited and prepared for that i know i'm very excited as well and inshallah you enjoy next week's episode because i've got a lovely guest that's joining me for that so stay tuned inshallah have a good rest of day and inshallah i'll see you in that next episode assalamu alaikum